Blog Talk Radio. heard and your story is told on Sunday, June 12, 2022, right here on Mario Fee's TS Radio Network in Stephen Burke, 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio, and that's if you're in the Oklahoma and the surrounding area. First of all, I'd like to apologize for anybody who uh, tried to call into um, Marty's number or listen to the live stream last week. There were technical difficulties, and we're hearing it might have been coming from Oklahoma, somebody interrupting an ISP server or something like that. It's been tracked down. So, you know, that happens every now and then on um, Marty's station. It means that, you know, we're doing a good job, I guess. You know, people are listening to us. Uh Uh-oh, people are being upset. (laughs) People are are upset that we are actually that typical alternative, very, very good, very, very good and honest. Well, which is not so typical, I suppose, really, because we're honest here. We tell it whether you like it or not. Marty, what do you have to say about that? I'm just still going to be here. I don't care what they do. I'm coming back. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Well, we do have a great show for you tonight, and I hope that we will hear from you. 917-388-4520, pound one. So press one, okay? Uh, The number one. So, uh, once again, make a note of the call-in number. If you have something that you want to say tonight, 917-388-4520, press 1. Don't press pound. Forget I said that, okay? All right, so I'm not so perfect, okay? Don't press pound. (laughs) If you have any questions, any comments, any thoughts, any ideas. But along with you tonight, you'll hear from Richard Rush, a council member in the city of Wetumpka, Oklahoma, and who has also become a friend over the last years. You've heard him come on a few times, uh, several times, and he's been a contributor, but he was also in the mix of all the Wetumpka, Oklahoma craziness. We'll get into that. Um, also, you'll hear from our regular contributor, Stephen Burke, who is also the, the runs the radio station, um, the um, Christian Lighthouse radio station, and James Street. Uh, Level C, retired corporate executive, also whistleblower and public speaker. Going to hear about the updates on Calvin, Oklahoma, and who and how this new chief of police officer uh, was elected or uh, appointed um, since Joe Chitwood was busted for distributing meth. Okay, well, what do you want to talk about? All right, so after that, you know, feel free to call in, okay? Feel free to comment 
when we've got our contributors on as well, okay, 917-388-4520. But what do you want to talk about? You just listened to the so-called news today, and there's plenty of pickings out there what you want to talk about. Uh, how about uh, a suspended Google engineer um, because he brought up artificial intelligence and that his computer feels like it's going to die when it's turned off? Imagine that. So that Google engineer was, was fired, okay, or suspended because he is publicly saying that his computer feels like it's going to die when it's turned off. And he's serious, okay? This is artificial intelligence. All right. How about um, illegal aliens are getting set to get driver's licenses in Massachusetts, in the state of Massachusetts? How about that? How about the CDC director says monkeypox is not airborne? Okay, well, that's, that's nice to hear. I don't know how much I really trust the CDC these days. All right, but it's also revealed that the CDC has ordered 500,000 monkeypox vaccinations. Okay, here we go. What is it? Has um, has the China virus been debunked? I mean, we we know that it's you know there's there's something out there from China. Okay, we know that. Anyways, our current president here's something else for you. I'm just planting some seeds here. Okay, and we will land on some subjects. Trust me. All right, we've got 75 minutes here to land on some good subjects after we hear from our our contributors. Our current president's first interview in over 100 days is on Late Night Hack Show. He's on a Late Night Hack Show with Jimmy Kimmel, who doesn't confront President Biden when he claims that our economy and our numbers are up, which couldn't be farther from the truth. It's a mincing of words and numbers relative to the jobs after the Chinese virus invaded us. And it's minting at the very least when many statements are flat out lies by our current president. Gas is up 70%. Food is up 10%. Not to mention there's a shortage on baby formula, okay? What's this all about? Shortage of baby, baby formula. Hysteria over pro-life progress. Hysteria over that. What are they trying to do? Depopulate us? Hmm, let's think about that. Or how about this? The incessant problem with wrongful convictions, abuse in the prisons, the need for rehabilitation, but since prisons are a cash cow, that just doesn't seem to happen. And if it does, it doesn't stick. Gee, why is that? Because then the recipients of the blood money and the corrupt those that are nonprofits are no longer satisfied. How about on that flip side, how is it that no or low bail? How's that going? No good, is it? We are giving criminals steroids, so to speak, and empowering them to continue crimes upon you and me. Murderers are being set free. Murderers are being set free. Police departments are shrinking when we need the blue more than anything. Go after the corrupt ones, yes. Go after the Joe Chitwoods, yes. But embrace and support the blue that are putting their lives on the line for us. Oh, I've got a couple of other ideas. Hollywood is teaming up with the January 6th hearings and that whole team. Or Haven't they already been teaming up with them after all? 
hasn't this been going on for a really long time? We got the president of ABC who's in there, you know, clipping and cutting and editing and and creating a narrative for how you want January sixth to go. But Hollywood has really been engaged a lot longer than this, haven't they? What about the anticipation of the overturning of Roe versus Wade and and dismissing that laws are supposed to be enforced? Oh, yeah, we forgot about that a long time ago, didn't we, about when Biden took office. Supreme Court blockade. There's a Supreme Court blockade that's protesting, anticipating that come, uh, come Monday that Roe versus Wade will be overturned. So they're blocking D.C. so the justices can't enter come Monday. Tomorrow, yes, there's an activist group that is doing that. And it's called, and it's violent. There's calls for violence. And there was a meeting that said, um, no, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. We can let them be violent. Oh, how do you think about that? What do you think about that? What do you want to talk about? But first, Richard Roche. Richard, thank you. Are you there? Are you on with us? Yes. Oh, he is. Well, thank you for accepting my invitation to come on with such late notice. I appreciate it. How are you, and how is Wetumpka holding up? Uh, I'm doing good. Wetumpka's holding up. We're still headed in the right direction. We got a lot of things, you know, still need to be fixed, but we're working on them. Yeah. So what's what's going right? What's going in the right direction, and what are you working on fixing? And for those of you that are new listeners, Tomka had a little bit of a downfall a few years ago when um, somebody came from out of, out of state and immediately put their hat in for to become a mayor. So um, it became a, uh, a a quick realization that this was a uh, a criminal that just decided to commit crimes in another state. And there's a lot of reasons why people believe that he targeted Wetumpka. Uh, but the Wetumpkins would not put up with it. They gathered together. It's a nice little city. How many in the city? Uh, roughly 1,200. About 1,200. And they mm-hmm. stood up against a corrupt coup, and uh, and let's take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I want to I thank you for pronouncing my last name correctly. It took two years. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, you know, yeah, I like I said, you. I'm not perfect. <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, welcome, you know, welcome. that's that stuff with the Jacksons. Uh, you know, they've recently, uh, they're, they're going to, on the 13th, they're supposed to be uh, here for in Hughes County. They're going to be um, sentenced, him and his wife both. They're going to extradite them to Illinois from last I've heard and, and take care of their situations up there. Uh, but to be honest with you, I mean, me personally, that stuff is kind of in the past. I'm looking forward like I always do. Uh, we've we've made a lot of strides in the right direction. Uh, Tanya, we had some issues here prior to the Jacksons, just nothing illegal or, uh, you know, terrible, but just uh, some things that needed to be fixed. And we have worked hard and diligently with the council and, the, and the, the, uh, all the workers with, you know, with the city trying to get us back to where we need to be at. And we've made a lot of progress. <clears throat> Some of it's not uh, – people don't see because it's not something that's uh, new in town or – but a lot of stuff as far as the financials. Yeah, the financials. 
budgets that had not been done for several years that we've gotten taken care of, got, had been taken care of, uh, made steps in the right direction, trying to figure out where we stand financially. Uh, on a positive note, we've got uh, one, we've got four new businesses in town, uh, two dispensaries. We have a family dollar that's going to be up and running probably uh, as early as September, maybe October. Uh, a new tire great. place. A new is an older store that somebody went into. A local person uh, re- renovated it. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing place. It's you could, it's so clean and they're really good. And it's just more businesses in town. You know, a small town like us, we need those smaller businesses. We really can't uh, support uh, large businesses. You know, like a your franchise McDonald's or or, or you know uh, something right. that. Dick's which requires a lot goods. more. <laughs> yeah, well, it just it you know you you know Sonic uh, was supposed to come here years ago, and there's a bunch of rumors. We won't get into all that, but you know we don't have the people within their range to support something like that. So um, you know the smaller businesses is what we try to do, and and this new dollar place, the Family Dollar, is amazing that they're coming in here. It's it's going to uh, I think it's going to help out quite a bit in town. They've got groceries and everything in those stores, don't they? Yes, ma'am, they do. Um, you know, we've got one grocery store here, and it, which supersedes been here forever. And they're a good store, don't get me wrong. But the problem, I think, in this town, and I'm going to be honest with you, like always, is there's no competition to better your service or your product, if that makes right. any sense. Sure. How about the price? And, well, there's nothing that can help prices these days. Well, that that you know that's understandable, but I mean you know so some of the businesses have not been top notch, if you will, simply because there's no mm-hmm. competition. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you going to drive to Seminole or Holdenville or you know another town? <clears throat> and a lot of people have. So hopefully this new one will be a lot better uh, product, a lot better store, a lot better people, services, and everything to where, you know, it, it will keep the business in town, which is revenue for our city also. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's good news. That's progress. That is real progress. And if, especially if people are doing a nice job and, you know, coming out of the COVID era and banks are probably lending again and, and um and it's a great little town where everybody knows your name, <laughs> you know, and, and and so that's nice. Keep it local. It's it's nice to see local businesses. And and so that Family Dollar franchise, uh, you know, hopefully there's somebody local that, you know, picks that up. And uh, either way, it's a good thing. Well, we had the one business owner that reopened up the tire uh, shop down here at the corner uh, at 9 and 75 and he's also looking to open up other things within town um, he's asking people matter of fact today on Facebook or yesterday asking people what else would be good in town you know car wash uh, laundromats you know things like that he's actually looking into uh, trying to open up some more small businesses if you will that's going to benefit the people um, first off and then also like I said you know that's always revenue for the city which makes us uh, more able to do the things we need to do as far as taking care of the city. Right. Right. That's that's fantastic. And so your police department is thriving now? 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We we we're working on some deals there. I, it's well tomorrow. We have a meeting tomorrow night, and we'll find out for sure. Had some issues with the 911 county stuff. Uh, won't get into that in too much depth. But we're looking elsewhere um, financially and um, for some more backup. I guess you'd say uh, through a different um, entity, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And we're probably going to make a decision on that tomorrow night. Which which direction we're going to go. Okay, so as a council member, you can't really say too much about that, I would imagine. Until... Not at this time. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I, I kind of tried, <laughs> but I respect your you... position. What else can you tell us? Uh, you know I'm not going to tell you stuff I can't tell you, so I don't know why you try. I do know that. I totally <laughs> respect that. I really do. There's no such thing as even off the record with you. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, you know that. That's, oh, we we've recently we find we still we had uh, Josh Houck who uh, had to resign due to the fact that he moved uh, for a, a, a better job for him and his family, moved out of town, so he resigned, and uh, we were waiting to fill that other slot, uh, which now we have, and we're back up to five council members, which is a positive thing. Uh, Okay, and so who did you replace Josh with? Uh, Landon Oliver. I'm sure you've heard his name in the past. I have. I have. Exactly. Well, very good. He was was one of the ones that stood up back in the day with the Jacksons and was was one of the front runners, if you will, on on, uh, gathering information and getting stuff together to help us uh, accomplish what we did. Yes, that's very good. Very good news. And, yeah, the 13th is, is just around the corner, so we'll be checking out non-doc for what happens there. They're such a great uh, publication. They, they've done a great job following this. I would really love non-doc, if you're listening, non-doc. <laughs> um, I would really love to have them cover some of uh, what's going on in uh, Calvin, Oklahoma, but we'll, we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> uh, you, know, um, you, know, um, you know Mr. Savage, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trey. Yeah. Because he he oh, he, I, I he has done. Trey. No, it's, it's Trey. T R E S, I believe. Yes, ma'am. Right. I he has done amazing things for you us. You know, I was thinking French. Well, he yeah. He he has done amazing things for us from even back with the Jackson era and and in between there. So and he's the one that posted first with the uh, what's going on with their with their um, their whole case. So yeah. No, very... I I know. I know. That's the go-to. Everybody pay attention to non-doc that publication and and press, not Trey. Oh. You just <laughs> you just pop my balloon when it comes to that you know, romanticizing, you know, the French name. It's okay, Tress. We love you anyways, okay? It, You're not French, okay? I'm just, I, listen, I'm not French. I'm 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 a little country boy from Florida. I said Tress. It could be Trey. I mean, it's like Tanya okay. or Tanya. It, it all depends on how you okay. say it. Okay, oh, don't you go there. <laughs> it's Tanya. <laughs> okay, no, that's that's great. I'm glad we can have some fun. That's awesome. No, definitely. Um, I know, I know, I know. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll be connecting with them very, 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 very soon because there are some great, interesting things that I know he is covering. But it goes. I'd love them to cover some of the Calvin uh, things a little bit 
and it has to be brought to his attention first. So we'll do that. We will do that. We'll take care of radio here, and he can take care of paper or Internet. Yes. <laughs> Great. So I also did not to backtrack because I know you're into going forward, but it's my understanding that Autumn Jackson uh, will be in town to testify. I guess their impact it's an impact statement. That's my understanding also, yes. Well, all I can say is I wish her the very best and I am sure she will be impactful. I hope so. I hope she's uh able to be um truthful about what or what did not happen. Uh, not just for their case but for her own good. Um so yes. she can move forward in life also. Yes, absolutely. So do I. You know, it's it's very hard when, you know, I can only imagine. I mean, I'm I'm just speaking from what I can only imagine, okay, that uh, this young lady was indoctrinated from, you know, a younger age when she was vulnerable and uh, can only hope the best for her and now that she's moved on and then, uh, and moving on, which, you know, so, there's some things that will be forever with you and that you never get over, but you get through. You get through. And that's what makes us stronger and better. And I understand that completely, and we won't get into it, but you know what I'm speaking of, my recent things too, and that's what's helping me. Yes. It's been over nine months now for me, and, you know, you have to um, – you never get over them, but you have to learn how to cope and continue to live. Absolutely. And, you know, I wish you the very best. Uh, and you, From what I can tell, you've done an amazing job, you know, if there is such a thing, you know, as when you get over the loss of a, a loved one. So, um, well, okay, you are welcome to stay on with us if you would like. But we are going to, uh, I want to thank you very much. But, again, you're welcome to stay on. We have some dialogue back and forth. You know, you can interject. But we're going to get um, an update from James Treat and Stephen Burke on, Oklahoma, on Calvin, Oklahoma. Calvin, Oklahoma. So I want to thank you both, Stephen. You there? Yeah. Thank you for being here tonight and contributing. And uh, James, you there? No, James. James yet. with us tonight? No, James. Okay, that's all right. It's it's my understanding that he was traveling uh, t- today, so maybe he didn't make it back. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well we're just fine, uh, Stephen. Um, so l- let's talk about what's happening over there in Calvin, Oklahoma, because I know that you are a regular at those town meetings. And so ever since, ever since uh, Joe Chitwood was busted, he, he took it upon himself to do the right thing that the trustees wouldn't do. And he resigned. He resigned, so that's a good thing. We are going to follow this closely as it makes its way through the legal system, but many of us tend to think that he's going to roll a lot of people and he might go pretty much scot-free. 
Uh, but we'll find out. We'll find out as as time uh, as as we go through the process. Um, the interesting, another interesting thing is that when you go onto OSCN and you go to take a look, you know, at the court documents, you can do a search in Oklahoma for just about anything except for a minor case. And uh, the cases that, you know, they're a little fishy are usually the ones that they don't have the dockets. They don't have the documents, forgive me, the PDFs or the tips available um, to open up the cases. So you can't see the pleadings. You actually cannot see what the pleadings are saying. There's just a few notes here and there, but you cannot open up the pleadings. Well, so is the case with Joe Chitwood's case on the court docket. You cannot open up any pleadings. They are, they say it's available with the court clerk, but I've had experience with that before. Usually if it's available with the court clerk, you can't do anything from a distance. And if you go in and you ask for copies of those documents, sometimes they are just not made available to you, even though they are supposed to be. So maybe it's time for a FOIA request. So there's no chief, there was no chief of police there. Um, Stephen, can you give us an idea of what is supposed to happen when it comes to hiring a chief of police in Calvin, Oklahoma? Hello? I hear music too. It could be that somebody's trying to interrupt us again. Oops. Yeah, I don't know what that is all about. Somebody's playing their music. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. it's somebody's hey, Marty, got a phone ringing or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Stephen, can you give our listeners an idea of what it is that goes on when um, in, in Calvin, the way that, that town is uh, uh, or city, or we really don't know legally what it is, the corporation, town, city, um, but in in any event, can you let us know what the process is supposed to be to hire a new chief of police now that Joe Chitwood uh, has resigned? Well, there should have been a posting put on the town hall door about the job position, which uh, I don't recall seeing one there. I've got pictures of the the um, door, the whole complete door, so that uh, we can go back and look, and check if anybody wants to. But they're supposed to do that, and of course they plan to find anybody. They're going to have to put it in the paper or something. But then after mm-hmm. they've got their applicants, they're supposed to interview them or whatever they want to do, but they have to get background check and psyche eval and all sorts of things like that, mm-hmm. which I suppose that's what they're supposedly working on with their applicant that they've chosen this time. Okay. Um, but there was no public listing from all that you're aware of? as far as you can tell, or there's no posting as far as you can tell? As far as I know, it wasn't posted on the on the uh, door at Town Hall. 
Okay. So how many applicants were there altogether as far as you know? I don't know, but two showed up to be interviewed in their uh, illegally conducted uh, executive session the other night. And okay, so this is what we're this is what we're talking about here now. All right, so if there it was illegally conducted in the in the executive session, so does that mean that the applicants? went into executive session? Yeah, they were interviewed in executive session. However, their names were not listed. Their names were not listed as potential employees being interviewed or anything as is required by law. Okay. Okay. And so all three applicants were... um, by the executive in executive session, I only seen two people personally that were interviewed. I don't know anything about a third one. Okay. Okay. Um, but there were no names that were listed. No names listed on so, the paperwork, and no names announced in the meeting when they were going to go into executive session. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then all of a sudden, word has it, somebody has been hired as long as all the paperwork goes through. Is that correct? Yeah, this one applicant, they say they're going to hire all the paperwork checks out. They okay. voted to hire them, in other words. They voted to hire them. Okay, yeah. and this is actually a, a woman, right? Yeah, that's my understanding. The uh, mayor kept from... calling the person Eric in the meeting, but I'm I'm told it's Erica. So, right. Anyway, I don't Erica's know what that was all name? about. Right. Right. Okay. And do you know the last name? I heard she's from Kanawa or something. Uh, no. that's supposedly, supposedly she lives in Kanawha. I don't know. Okay, Kanawha. That's how you say it. Okay. All right. So the paperwork, she's got to be certified. She's got to pass the mental exam. Um, and the name the Bennett's is a big name in, in Calvin for listeners that, that, that don't know that. For new listeners, and and in Calvin, um, uh, Bennett is the mayor, and uh, there's another Bennett that was the treasurer. Is that right? Yeah, there. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think right to say it, make sure I okay got it all straight. But yeah, Linda Linda Bennett, yeah was the treasurer okay. for 22 years, in my understanding. Okay. And the mayor is who? Well, Rhonda Tweedle, but that's uh, Bennett's daughter. Right. Okay. All right. So um, rumor rumor has it that there's a, uh, about $6.5 million that's missing. <laughs> and 
Uh, and so uh, from over the last decade or, or so, and, and uh, fact has it that there's been no financials that have been um, submitted or brought forward, which is causing a real, real big problem uh, uh, because both James <laughs> Street and Stephen Burke have stood up about this. And, you know, six and a half million approximately, that's a lot of money for a small town of a couple hundred people. It's a lot of money anyways. But where did that money go? Where is, you know, where's the accountability for that money? When there's no financials and no transparency, to make up that sum of money, then they've got a problem, don't they? Yeah, and so they have I would, kept the Bennett's so. in power. The, 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 the Bennett family remains in power, or Tweedle, or whoever it may be. And, uh, and there's been a lot of illegal or alleged illegal activity when it comes to um, the trustees voting and and whatnot and a lot of intimidation going on um, by anybody who will actually uh, stand up against the illicit or allegedly illicit activities. So um, now it's my understanding that this new police officer or chief of police to be is related, somehow related to the Bennett family. That's what I've been told. Yeah, I've done a little research, and you've been told that as well. Yep, I was informed that uh, right away. Okay. <coughs> By other people there okay. in Calvin, so I assume it's true. Right. I haven't researched it myself. Right. Well, you know, all I can say is I, I hope that um, this Erica is, the uh, number one candidate for the job and that this is not once again selective choices uh, because of the people in power um, because they have not done well with their chief of police over the last how many years would you say it's been? Oh boy it's four or five years now they've had uh thugs with guns and badges, I would guess you'd call it. Thugs with guns and badges. Thugs with guns and badges. Well that would that would be what I would call it. I don't I don't know. But you know that's what opinion, I would call I mean, it based on what I've known and helped cover for this over the last two several years since Matt Casbaum was there more or less, right? Yeah, he was the last decent police chief there that we had, you know, shame that he couldn't have stayed, but anyway, I think he did a good job. He he done his best to try to do what was right and be fair and treat everybody the same. You know, and he and he did his job. He was always out patrolling and taking care of business. So you actually would see him? He oh yeah, we seen him all the time. Even 2 o'clock in the morning, he'd be out rolling around. He'd pull up and talk to us a minute and go on about his patrol up and down the streets and stuff in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that you would hope would be happening. Okay. Yeah, because right. a lot of well, crime it's... goes on around this town they've been complaining about lately. Things getting stolen in the middle of the night and all kind of stuff. 
what kinds of things are getting stolen? Oh, things like four-wheelers and different things like that getting ripped off right out of people's yards. Oh, my gosh. It's a small town, so it must be somebody that's taking them out to a different area and selling them. Most likely, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. I mean, they couldn't sell it in town. (laughs) Everybody knows where it comes from. Everybody knows where it comes from, exactly. So there's got to be some kind of a a trailer going through that's just confiscating these things. And, jeez, I know when one of my sons was younger, you know, I bought him a four-wheeler. And if that thing was stolen, I'd be absolutely beside myself. He would have, too. This is the problem now. We do not have, you know, it's like that's become more of the norm. Society. That's, kind of you know, and, and you've had, I'm sorry, I was fading out, I'm sorry. Am I, am I there, am I here now? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's become more the norm. It's like, oh, somebody did the right thing by returning something as opposed to, oh, something stolen, what's new? I don't know, Stephen, what have you got to say? What's happening to our world today? Well, it's going to hell in a handbasket, I would say. Did you see or hear about the interview that uh, President Biden did on Jimmy Kimmel? No, I heard about it, but I didn't. I didn't see it. Okay. All right. Well, Supposedly, we'll he kind of exposed himself about his crooked dealings or something there. I don't know. I didn't uh, get a chance to go watch the video yet. Yeah, I couldn't bring myself to watch Jimmy Kimmel. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, but but uh, I'm getting the splashes of video and what he said. But I didn't hear about the part where he was exposing himself. I mean, you know, exposing his corrupt dealings. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't have asked him to expose himself either, but we'll just we'll change the subject. We'll just change the subject. What do you think about the illegal aliens that are set to get driver's licenses in the state of Massachusetts? What do you think the purpose is for that? Well, they need some more Democrat voters. And what do you think if they get if they get their driver's licenses, they're going to be able to vote? Yeah, most likely. I mean, they 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 do in a lot of places, and a lot of places ain't even requiring. In fact, it was on the news today that it's illegal in California to ask for identification when you go vote. That I didn't hear. Wow! I mean, wow! That's ridiculous feelings. Yeah, might hurt their feelings or keep some illegal from voting because they don't have no identification. Okay. Well, that's uh, – so you heard it is illegal to ask somebody for ID. What if you're going to put a check to a store? Well, I don't know. I guess they might want some identification. I'm not sure, but – the government don't. They made it illegal to even ask for it if you're going to go vote. 
Uh, let me see. I've got Richard Rose. She, he wanted to make a comment. I saw that about uh, <laughs> that he made that comment about seven minutes, about five minutes ago. Richard, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, please do. Chime well, in. Well, two things that uh, Stevens talked about, if you don't mind. I just don't like. I know sometimes everybody jumps over top and we can't understand everybody. <clears throat> Back to his uh, situation in Calvin. Uh, as far as executive session, now I'm not 100% sure because their government's a little bit different than ours, but I do know in order to go into executive session, and I read this verbatim, uh, you have to, on your agenda item, you have to put in there and, and bear with me here. Discussion, executive session, uh, discussion of the employment, hiring, appointment, promotion, demotion, disciplinary or registration of any individual, salaried public officer, or employee, and then you put the names out there. You have to have that on your agenda item in order to go into executive session by law. And Calvin has so they, never put it on theirs. Well, and like I said, Stephen, I'm not 100% sure on their – I know they're slightly different than us because they have trustees and not council members. But I do know this is actually OML and state statute, so I would assume, I hate to do that, that it covers them also, no matter what type of government you actually have. Uh, yeah, that's my understanding. It seems to be the consensus. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And as far as the driver's license are concerned, um, that's I, I agree with Stephen on that completely, because in order to vote anywhere, you have to show your license. Um, they don't even look at your registration as far as your uh, your card for you know register to vote uh, because they have a list at the county that uh, puts your name on a list of that you're a registered voter and that you have voted in the last four to eight years and also it tells you that you know like if you're voting for something within a city um, then it says you're you're a resident within that city that the limits in order to vote in this actual uh, election so if they can give them illegal licenses, if you will, then they can vote wherever they want also. I think that uh, that's what's happening in New York as well. They're doing it in several states. I forget which all ones have done it, but they're giving the illegals driver's licenses. And in California, if, uh, if it's illegal to ask for Identification. Well, then why aren't they shipping everybody to California then? If they're I don't not, know. If they're, not, if they're not going to protect our border, then everybody should be shipped to California, to Washington, D.C. Listen, I am all for immigration. I am all for it. I, what would we, where would we be without it? I mean, it, this world would be a, a much different place, and we still are the best country in the, in the world. But we are losing ground. We are absolutely losing ground. And um, I think that Biden had said something about us being the strongest, number one, uh, in, in the country as far as um, – uh, financially goes, and he was dead wrong on that. Um, we are we are closest to the, the last right now, as far as fiscally goes. So it's it's pretty it's pretty scary because 
you know, we're still on a spiral downward. Um, but I, I digest. I diverse myself. Forgive me. <laughs> I went in the wrong direction. I went spinning in the wrong direction myself. Because this is so troublesome. This is such a, such a troubling time right now. And I don't care what party is in office right now. If anybody is in office doing what they're doing, then we are in trouble. Why do you guys think that there's a baby formula shortage? Well, the government needed some more chaos and some more problems, some more supply chain issues. They they dream this stuff up. It's just like all these food processing plants are burning down, and they're talking about going to be a food shortage. Yeah, there will be because they're creating it. They're creating the so might as well and just tell the truth. Diversion tactic? Yeah, that too. <laughs> just like with all these immigrants, you know, the, the ultimate goal is to cause division because when we're united, we have strength. And so they're, they're convincing everybody that our strength is in our diversity. Well, that's a flat-out lie. Mm-hmm. You know, also, uh, Tony, this is just this is just me speaking out. <laughs> uh, all of this stuff put together, uh, the diversion tactic, the shortage tactic, uh, the the uh, stimulus checks, the free phones, the programs that the government has let get way out of hand as far as uh, assisting someone when they're down and out in this country if they're unemployed or you need a little assistance. Uh, you know, it was a temporary thing to get you back on your feet till you found another job or till you got your family back to where you could make ends meet and, and, and raise your kids, uh, you know, and give them the things they needed. Uh, if, if people would look at the most recent one in this in this world history, uh, Venezuela, uh, I'm not 100% educated on all that, but they voted for socialism. Uh, and that's basically depending on your government to support you in everything from you know, clothing to housing, fuel, food, education, everything. And they went uh, upside down within within 10 years. Uh, there's people starving on the streets. Uh, there's people that, that can't get the food they need uh, because the government, they depend on the government. And when you depend on someone, whether it's your government, uh, whether it's uh, in a relationship of any kind, if you're dependent on them, they can control you. Mhm. Absolutely, and that's what they're trying to make happen. Marty, do we have somebody calling in? No, not yet. Phone go off. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what All that right. was. Well, maybe everybody's just yeah. having a fun time listening. <laughs> that's fine. And I did hear from uh, James, and he is traveling, and he's got bad reception. So we'll forgive him. We'll forgive him. Um, well, what about this, okay? Did, uh, this has been in the news as far as what might happen and uh, regarding student loan forgiveness, um, but it, I believe it actually did happen, and there's an article in Forbes, uh, 560,000 borrowers will get automatic student loan forgiveness, uh, but others can still apply. Well, I happen to know somebody that it just was wiped off of their student loan. Uh, debt. So it actually, actually did happen. 
560,000 borrowers will get automatic student loan forgiveness, but others can still apply for relief. That was published in Forbes June 8, 2022. I know of somebody that this did actually happen. So this isn't just a come on. It's not just an article that, you, you know, but it actually happened. It was close to, uh, close to $20,000 that was wiped out. And that's one person. Now, am I happy for that one person? Did that one person ask for it? No. Am I happy for that one person? Well, you know, to them, that's the, that's the lottery, you know? That's a, that's a big deal. That's huge. But should that be happening? What, say, what do you guys say about that? I say it's no. just another, another form of communism. Exactly. No, no and other loans no. are forgiven. No other loans are forgiven. If I go out and buy a house tomorrow, or buy a vehicle, or a boat, or whatever, um, uh, I've made that choice to to sign that for that loan to get something for myself, whether it's education, whether it's a house, uh, a vehicle, or anything else for that matter. Um, I'm signing saying I will pay this loan back. Thank you for helping me at this time, and I'm going to pay you X amount of interest. For letting you for you letting me borrow this money, uh, right. student loans to me is the same thing. Why would they Why would they it's wipe those clean? And who's paying for it? We are. <laughs> Take from one person okay. and give to another, and that's that's what communism's all about. They want everything to be equal, but that's also why nobody wants to work. Because why should you work if you're not going to get any more than the guy sitting home watching Netflix? Mhm. Mhm. Pretty soon, that's everybody that's sits true. home and watches Netflix, and and uh, situation ends up like Venezuela. And why do you and why do you think that they're wanting to turn us into that kind of a country? What kind of a country do you guys think they are? They are trying to turn us into those that are doing it. Some Republicans included, so this is not meant to be bipartisan necessarily, so or partisan, forgive me. The whole goal is to bring the United States down so they can have their great reset and their one world government and they be in control and you own nothing because there will be no private land ownership or anything else. And you'll have to have your little mark or your vaccine or whatever they tell you to do before you can go to town or you can buy and sell or whatever and it just get progressively worse i mean you can you can get on some of these folks websites and and research what they're putting out that they're wanting to do yeah well i'll be chips everybody's gonna be chips gonna you know they're gonna know our every move well just think about it everybody that's listening here right now probably has experienced if you do a search for something Say you're looking for a dishwasher, okay? You just Google it once, if you Google it, and I recommend DuckDuckGo instead. Um, but you Google it once, and then suddenly you're getting all kinds of advertisements for a dishwasher. Well, oh yeah, even if you already you, bought it, you could get on. You can get on there and, and buy you one and. Facebook and everybody else is going to be advertising it for the next six months. Yep. 
I, I know somebody that was looking for massage chairs. And I got a phone call from somebody selling massage chairs without actually soliciting a phone call. Yeah, phone calls and text messages and all sorts of stuff. Emails. So we're in deeper than, than most people realize. We are being spied on more than most people realize. And have we accepted it? I think to some degree we have because how do you get around? How do you do things without having that phone, without having that search engine, without, especially now that the gas prices are so high, you, you know, it's not like you're going to go to the library. Yeah. And to search something, not that anybody does that anymore. Well, the CIA <laughs> was talking about how Facebook has been such a great thing for them because everybody volunteer, voluntarily posts everything on there. Well, the CIA hasn't done a very good job with it, though, have they? No. Where have they been when when these uh, mass shootings didn't have to happen? Or is that some of that created? Well, the biggest part of it, I would say, is created by the federal government, and they might not like that, but that's just the truth, and I believe in telling the truth, and the purpose of it is to try to take away your guns so they got all these people shooting each other again just like they always do and then they got together and they come up with their compromise today and um, gave us some more gun control i guess they don't understand the simple wording of the constitution that they swore an oath to uphold yeah so what is it that they came up with um did they up the age I haven't had a chance to read what they, the law, what they changed, but I just found out a while ago that they came up with a compromise. You know, all these uh, devils that call themselves Democrats and Republicans, they all got together and decided what they was going to do, you know, and they did it. Oh, yeah. And good you know, old Lindsey Graham was part of that. Do I, do I smell a rhino? You know, they, they can say what they want, but just like back in the 2016 presidential election, I looked up every one of the candidates, and every one of them's a member of the Council of Foreign Relations except for Trump. Democrat or Republican, they're all in the same club together. They go eat together. They go play golf together. They go attend the same government meetings together, their private meetings and the Bilderbergers and all the other such things that Everybody used to call conspiracy theory that's out in mainstream yeah. news now. They all go together the same place, and yet we're supposed to believe that one party stands for this and one party stands for that. I say hogwash. They're all in bed with the okay. devil. Uh, it's, it's, it sure is looking that way, isn't it? Um, yeah. Okay. I, this is... Forgive me, but it's a New York Times article. The agreement put forth by 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats endorsed by President Biden and top Democrats include enhanced background checks to give authorities time to check the juvenile and mental health records of any prospective gun buyer under the age of 21, and a provision that would, for the first time, extend to dating partners a prohibition on domestic abusers having guns. Now, I, I have to say that 
okay with some of that. I'm okay with the background check. Well, they've always, I, I, they I already really, had background checks. Right. Right. Uh, but I, that didn't stop none of these killers, records? though, did it? Stopping the killers. It's not stopping the killers exactly. If 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 uh, somebody wants to get a gun, they're going to get a gun. Richard, can you weigh in here? Yes, ma'am. I guess <laughs> I was going to when you all got to a point. What would you like me to weigh in on? I'd like you to weigh on what you feel about this new agreement. About the gun control stuff? Gun control. Yeah. Well, you know, Stephen uh, did say one part of it where government, you know, the government uh, created it, uh, and I agree with him uh, what he what he said. But I also agree the thing I look at as far as the government creating it, if you'll look back <clears throat> several years, I'm not that old, but if you know a little bit about history, um, the problem is, and this is going to be, you know, people are going to, people listening may think I'm just talking out my butt, but you know, guns aren't the problem. Uh, the the problem people is the problem. where the government has tried to take away uh, parents' rights to discipline children, to raise kids up properly, to have the right uh, morals, values, uh, weapon safety, uh, and, and and of course, uh, God has left a lot of families and schools. Uh, because these weapons, you know, the, the AR-15s are one everybody's on right now. There are two other weapons that have been out since uh, 1930s. Don't quote me on this. <clears throat> There's a Mini-14 that shoots the exact same round, the same rate of fire. It's never been it's never been a problem. Do we have some background? Is that coming from? Does anybody have that's something not, on? That's not me. That's not you, Stephen. That's not you either, right? No, what, what was it that's going on? No, no. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming <laughs> from, Tanya. I've checked all the lines and okay. I can't pick it up. Okay. Hey, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing some hey. kind of noise in the background, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, me either. All right. All right. Well, we shall proceed. <laughs> did, did you hear what I he, said, though, Tanya? Uh, did you hear what I was saying? Yes, I was. Yes. And, you know, most, you can. Yeah, you can look at history and look at there's other weapons out there that were just just as is uh, at the same level as the AR-15, which a lot of people say AR stands for assault rifle, which is incorrect. Uh, you need to educate yourself. You need to read about the the armor light that was built, the M16 in the 60s. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's they're they're using it uh, as an excuse to take away rights, and it's not just about the Second Amendment. Um, slowly, <clears throat> over a period of time, you guys were talking earlier, and I, don't, I won't quote everything you said, but, you know, in four generations, you can completely turn people's thought process from 180 degrees. There's a book out there about it, and I for, forgive me, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but I read it several years ago. And I'm old enough to have seen four generations and see what has Transpired. If I take a little bit at a time, um, then you don't realize it until it's too late. Uh, it's no right. different. It's going to sound kind of lame in here, but you know, if I steal two hundred dollars from you, it, it, it affects you. But if I take a nickel, a nickel at a time, 
over a 20-year period, you, have, you don't even realize it's gone. And we're right. doing the same thing with our rights in so many different ways. And you said something earlier, uh, Stephen, about uh, Trump not being the only one on that committee, uh, and, and it's so true. And that's why it wasn't, it wasn't just the people in the United States uh, government that didn't want him there. It was worldwide that did not want him there because he was changing their plan to, to bring America down, as Stephen said, to, uh, for the one world order where they can control uh, everyone the way they do in so many other countries. Right. And it's to yep, benefit I, them. I, I, okay. It's to benefit them. Think back thousands of years where Vikings and different different groups that, that traveled in these boats to go to countries to to take over and take all of their monies and, and have control of these countries. Their whole thing was to, to control the whole world. It wasn't about one or two countries. If people read right. up and look at world history, it's been happening for thousands and thousands of years. Right. And it's still happening to this day. Yeah. The Indians did it to each other. We came along and we did it. Um, it's pillaging and 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 uh, it's all about power and control. Yes. The, the riches and the power and control. And that's kind of been a that covers it all, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just it. You know, do we think, really, that the Nancy Pelosi's of the world will get shut out of her elite lifestyle if this was all to take place, where there is a, a, the, the reset? Do we think that she's going to be affected by this in any negative way? I don't. Do we think no, they'll protect her as best they can, along with all the rest of the, the big shots. Yep. Yep. What do, you, what do you guys think about Hollywood being involved in this for much longer than what it seems to be on the surface? Well, they've I mean, been involved in the, it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tonya, what what better propaganda, if you will, um, than Hollywood? Well, Stephen just said something about Netflix a while ago. You know, we all are guilty of watching shows. Uh, we have our favorite shows. Uh, we have our TV that we watch. Um, and it's why not utilize that propaganda? Because they, if you look at these shows, I've actually stopped watching shows in recent years and, and past because of – some of the things that they have put on there, um, just like with the COVID-19 most recent one, you know, the whole everybody's wearing masks and everybody's doing this and there's social distancing. And, and you know, it's it's to, to it's propaganda. Whether it's leaflets you dropped during World War II or it's, it's on our television, this is, this is so much easier nowadays. The telephone, our phones, the TVs, uh, the, the things that we, you know, the, the Internet. The propaganda is there, uh, it's, and I'm not Thank saying you. it's subliminal messaging or anything. It's just people watching this, and that changes, um, you know, a younger generation. Look at the kids that are watching some of these shows that are, you know, a decent family show, but they see this, and they're like, oh, well, that's how everybody does this, so I need to be this right. way. Right. Right. 
and just the, the, the pressure, I mean, I, I tell you what, you know, I, I, I go to the gym and I just see these young girls in the locker room just taking selfies and making sure it gets posted or, you know, going, you know, just it's the pressure that they, they don't even realize what they're, what they're doing. You know what I mean? And how they've been indoctrinated that this is how you're supposed to look, feel, act. Um, you know, they, they actually just don't, they really don't know better. I'm not saying it's not okay to take a selfie. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just seeing the, I feel, I sense the pressure that is put on themselves. And maybe that's a bad example, okay? But but look at the Taliban. You know, they take these kids from the very, very young ages. And suddenly... You know, they're now soldiers, and this is all they know. They believe they're doing the right thing. Yay, nay? No, they propagandize everything, convince them. Yeah. I agree. Look at North Korea. How, How familiar with North Korea? North Korea has those people have been shut out from the world for many many years, many years. They don't even know what a cell phone is or what a computer is. Some of them, uh, it's just and that's that's total control of your people. Because if they if they were to know what the outside world was like, they may stand up against us. Right. Right. Instead, they're actually soldiers. They're actually soldiers. You know. You know what I mean. They're yes, because it's what they teach them from the get from the very beginning. They teach their kids that mm-hmm. from the beginning. That it's and it's generations. I mean, if you think about the generations in North Korea, it's way more than four generations. So how deeply in, mm-hmm. embedded is that thought process and that belief that the rest of the world's against us and we need to raise soldiers to keep this the way we have it because we have it really good here, and the people they believe that, and we all know what North Korea is about, correct? Yes. Harvard University this week put out their deal where they say that there should not be diversity of speech. You know, the only speech that there should be is their speech. should not be an opposing opinion. And and that's another thing. That's all these – yeah. And the money following through these colleges. And I'll blow somebody's mind right here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You know, I stand up for what's right, and I stand against what's wrong. I have a video of President Trump saying that we've got to get control of the Internet, and we have to censor it. We've got to shut down these voices. And anybody that doesn't think so is an idiot. That's what he said, and I've got it recorded. And I agree with him. Because he said I mean, to save us, not to control us. Right. And think about this, too, Tanya, just what, what he just said with the Internet. Look at the and, – and listen, I think computers, phones, you said something earlier, Tanya, that, you know, I, you know, I left the house, I left my phone. I, I turn around and come back and get it. You know, it's like it's a yeah. – uh, it's like my wallet or my, my weapon. It's, I feel naked without it. But um, – right. 
the the problem is is where these kids and, and even in my generation and you know the next one after that and the ones that are here now my grandkids <clears throat> that is the staple of everything that they do i mean they're on those continuously whether it's schoolwork or they're just here they're they're, they're here at the house just I mean, this is gonna just gonna sound funny, but I'm gonna tell you this. My grandkids are here, if you don't mind. They, I'm like, I walk in the bedroom. There's four of them in there, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Watching videos. Well, what are y'all watching? We're watching kids play. I'm like, excuse me, but I'm like, bullcrap. Turn them off and go outside and watch yourself play. I mean, right. it was it was like it just hit me. Like, are you kidding me? But that's what happens in parents nowadays, and not every parent. I'm not. Don't take this wrong. If you're right. doing right by your kids, uh, hundred. Uh, more power to you. They use it for a babysitter slash I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to have to go outside and play with them. I don't want to teach them this or that. Just here, oh, take your tablet and go in your room. And then they wonder why the kids have no uh, morals. Because the internet is raising them. Exactly. Just like they want them to be raised, goes back to what Steve and I both were talking about. It's propaganda just in a different form. Most of them's on TikTok, and every other video that pops up on there is some kind of smut. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody can be on stage now. But it goes back to this, too, though. It goes back to, and they can take it or leave it, it goes back to parenting. It's You know, there was things when I was a kid that I wasn't supposed to see or be around or say or do, and my parents made sure of that. Not saying I didn't slip out now and again and mess up, but I'm just saying. But if they found out, then I was disciplined for that because it was the wrong thing for me to right. be doing. Uh, it wasn't right. the Internet. It wasn't a phone. It wasn't TV. But it was something. There, there, it's it's not any different. There's, just, it's, it's, there's more access, if you will. But the, the lack of the parenting part of it, and, like you said, the government kind of took that away from parents also to a point, <clears throat> not to mention they teach these kids these little colleges. This is how you, you know, you need to do this. It's like uh, Stephen just said about the uh, the words. These are the words and nobody should argue this. Well, that's not correct because the only way to get a good solution in any problem is to have input from whoever's involved. Uh, Schools have been working input. on this for 100 years. For oh, 100 no years. doubt. Yeah. So it's nineteen forties, so, early mid forties. Yeah. Pretty pretty darn pretty darn scary. And and like you said, a nickel, a nickel, a nickel. There we there we go. It's like you flick somebody's arm very lightly in the same place and it doesn't hurt, right? Very lightly, doesn't mm-hmm. hurt. But you keep doing that 24-7, guess what? Before you know it, you're all black and blue. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening to us. Even even the home schools, those that are, home, those that are um, or doing education online, they're still, they can see you. They can see you. They can sense the algorithms. All the, what about all these bots, that, which is why right now Twitter hasn't gone through that Twitter deal? You know, half of the followers on Twitter are bots. They're not real people. You can buy bots. Do something to make the numbers look good. 
Mm-hmm. Well, think about the think about the whole COVID thing. We won't get in too deep into that about where it came from or you know whether it was uh, manufactured or either way, either way, whether it was a great opportunity, whether it was manufactured or not. What happened? Uh, we'll talk about Bill Gates here a little bit. What happened when 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 COVID hit? They took the kids out of school. They shut down small businesses. Everything started to go. Everything was on online. All of your all of your education, everything. You know, they, they forced the the kids and the families to uh, educate them on the computer or a tablet. And who benefited from that? Who benefited from from families that had to go buy these or the the airtime that was on the internet? They you know they make money from that because the advertisers that are on their websites pay them to have this website up. So who benefited yep. from that? Right. Right. Yep, the well, media companies and the say. folks selling computers. Exactly. And, 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 and think about it too, Stephen, the, the the possible propaganda that was on there also. Oh yeah. Plenty you know. of it. You know, the only one we're talking of the story about. ever got told. Right. And we're and you're looking at very I mean I mean uh, a young child, uh, whether they're teens or whether they're they're six, seven, eight years old, are very, very moldable. I mean, we all know that's how you raise a child is from from day one to mold them into what you would like them to be in life. So when you're doing that with elementary school kids and junior high school kids, um, all you're doing is molding them to what they want them to be. Right, right. Well, I, I the show is 75 minutes tonight. So we're going to have to wrap it up. But I will say about what you're saying is what happened with um, COVID-19. I think that that, that re- regarding being at home and being on the Internet, I think that's, a, in a sense, a, um, a bittersweet situation. Uh, the sweet part being that people started doing research on their own. People were home, and they started doing research on their own. And I think that people are smartening up. Now it's a matter of, of us pulling together and saying no and standing together and making sure that we hold our elected officials accountable. We get rid of the bad ones. What's on their resume? Get the crooks out. Get the crooks out. Crooks out. Yes. I, I, I've got to say goodnight to you guys right now. Richard, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, looking forward to having you on again. Thank you for contributing tonight. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's always good to get some great updates with what is going on in Wetumpka, Oklahoma, and with you. And uh, Stephen Burke, I want to thank you very much for doing what you do and keep doing it. And we'll, uh, we'll be talking to you again very, very soon. And Marty Oakley, thank you so much for being on um, and and for troubleshooting the technical issues with us. All right, well, I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I'm your host of Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. Please tune in next Sunday evening at the same time. We've got lots more for you. God bless and good night.